This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hello, everyone. It's Joe. And it's Nat. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Better with Age, our first episode of the new year. Yes, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, 2024. So um, ask Joe, um, how's he doing today? Oh, I'm wonderful. <laughs> What an appropriate name for a podcast, Getting Better with Age, when right now I feel like S-H-I-T. <laughs> uh, what a way to start off the new year. Um, for those of you listening, I apologize if I sound a little raspy. You hear a coffee over there. I'm doing my best. But I've got the vid. I made fun of Natalie a couple of weeks ago. And what goes around comes around. Yeah. Right? Be careful. So I guess karma. And he got it worse than me. Oh, man. It's, way it's worse funny. than me. This is the second time I had it, what, two years ago? In two January? years ago, yeah. And like there, I barely even knew I had anything. And this one, like it's it's kicking my butt. Yeah. Um, but what are you gonna do? This is life. You deal with it, you go on, you do everything you can to yeah. work with the healing powers of your body as God created it to do what it's designed to do, and we go forward from there. But then stop us from doing our first podcast of the year. So it did not. Well, so just yeah. I'm gonna defer <laughs> Almost to you. Almost did, but it didn't. <laughs> right. I'm gonna defer to you and let you lead the way today. I will lead the way. Um, this is the year of me. Anyway, um, so does that mean you're leaving me? No, I'm not leaving. Oh, okay. You. I'm just checking. <laughs> just prioritizing myself for once. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about midlife. I found that once I hit midlife, what is midlife? I don't know, late 40s, 50, 50 and above. It depends on how long depends you live. Depends on how right? long you live, I guess. If you live to 30, midlife will be 15. <laughs> Anyway, you know, it's a very challenging time, but it also could be a very rewarding time. And it's also a very confusing time, I feel. Um, there's kind of, there's a lot of things going on. You're dealing with aging parents. You're still, some of us are still dealing with teenagers and young adults in the house. You're dealing with your own health, your own physiological changes. And it can get, you know, where you are in life with your career, with your passions, whatever. And it can get very overwhelming. And it's like, okay, where am I? What do I want from my life moving forward? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I think, you know, as you were saying <laughs> that, what was kind of coming up is that we're really good at trying to label things. And I think, we're, mm. you know, we very often we generalize like midlife. Midlife can be different for everyone, right? If, if, you know, some people may have had kids earlier and they're saying, you know, dealing with teenagers, my kids are in their 30s, they're still living at home and, you know, it's impacting my ability to have freedom. Right. So it's really different for everyone. But I think the, the goal is to really decide what do you want it to be? Because life is going to happen. Yeah. Right. You know, if you quote, quote unquote, midlife is going to happen. And so as you go through life, there are changes that become common for individuals at midlife. You know, whether it's dealing with parents, dealing with, you know, physiological changes, mm -hmm, yep. hormonal changes, societal changes, 
changes within the family dynamic, elderly parents, kids growing and getting more independent or becoming less. So there, there are inherent challenges that most people experience in midlife, which are different than earlier times in their life. But I think it's really learning to embrace these challenges and see them as opportunities to grow and become clear on what we want to create because life is going to do what life is going to do. Like you're going to get COVID and it's going to kick your ass, but how you respond to it and what you do in the face of the adversity and the challenges, whether it's midlife or any other stage of life, I think really determines the happiness and joy you experience in life. And I think so often that we, look for external things to be a certain way. It's almost like when life lines up according to our beliefs or expectations, then life is wonderful. But when it doesn't, then we become anxious, become stressed, we become depressed. And just realizing they're just different stages of life that we're going to have to deal with. But how do we embrace them? How do we deal? And come out on the other side, really experiencing more joy, more happiness, more inner peace, whatever it may be. And I think that's such an individual thing. Right. And I think every stage of life has its own inherent cha- inherent challenges. Um, but I kind of feel like midlife, whether you have still younger kids, whether you have older kids, whether you have, you know, kids out of the house, whatever, whether you're, you have aging parents, whether your parents are gone, like Midlife is, there's so many different aspects of midlife. And I think the biggest thing is, and you just said it before about using it as an opportunity to grow. And I, I feel like that sometimes you feel like when you hit a certain age, that it's just, just going to be this way for the rest of my life. I've been this way for 50 years. What makes me think it's going to change? And Number one, that's the purpose of this podcast. (laughs) And number two, it's yes, you can always change. Like you can always change. You can always grow. There's no limit to you don't have to stop at any age. As a matter of fact, I just saw something the other day. There was this woman who was. Oh, she was 80. Oh, she was 80 years old and she was doing pull ups at the gym. And like, incredible, like, I can't do that. (laughs) No, many people who can. And I was reading her story and she started her fitness journey at 65. And now she's 80 doing pull-ups. So you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. There's no excuses. And you can always flourish and you can always grow no matter what age. And just because you hit a certain age does not mean that you're dying. Because one thing we always say, if you're not growing, you're dying. So if you're not growing internally, you know what's going to happen next? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing's going to get better. Nothing's going to change. And then you die. You know, it's funny, as you said that there was a couple of things as you were talking coming up. The first thing is like this stage of life often feels like a Rocky movie. (laughs) <laughs> where you're just getting hit left and right. Oh, yeah. Right. And, you, you know, you stumble and you get back up. And I think that's just like like you said, at this stage, there's just so many things that happen where you're just taking it on the chin and you're getting up, you're taking it on the chin. But that's just that's just what apropos for this stage of life. But I think the key is like if you look at that that woman, I think her name is Granny Guns. Right? Isn't that- no, this is actually somebody different. Oh, OK. She's another one. Yes. OK. This is another woman. <laughs> OK. So like there's someone at 65 said, you know what? 
I have the power to be healthier, to be stronger, to be more fit. And there's something within her that says, I'm going to go do it. And she commits to doing it. Now, some people will will listen to that and watch and become really inspired by that. Mm-hmm. And other, other individuals is like, well, that's not just not me. She doesn't have the genes that I have. And, you know, she doesn't understand. And she wasn't loved the way I wasn't loved as a child. Like they'll make up some excuses for that. And I think that's what's really important is to look at what you believe. Because the more I go on my journey, the more I realize how important our beliefs really are. Absolutely. Because, you know, I think it was Henry Ford who said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. And I think when you see someone like that going, hey, she did it. Why can't I? And other individual goes, yes, yeah, she did it, but I'm not like her or she's not like me or she doesn't have my challenges. And it's like, that's such bullshit. You know, we all have there's not a human, you know, somewhere along the line. I heard life is undefeated. <laughs> there isn't a person walking this planet who hasn't gotten their ass kicked and experienced some kind of adverse tragedy or some serious adversity multiple times in their life. Mm -hmm. But the difference between the winners and the whiners is the winners go, okay, this is life. What do I got to do? And they take control of their life. They focus on what they want, where I think those individuals who don't will come up with all the reasons and all the excuses of why they can't or why they won't or why it's too difficult or why it's the president's fault or like there's so many. And I think uh, as a society, we very often have a victim mentality. Like it's not my fault. Like, you know, you talked about, I, this is the second time I had COVID. The first time was like, it was a breeze. I, barely, I was still exercising. Yeah. I was living my life. You, the only reason I knew is because I tested positive because our son tested positive and we all kind of did the rounds. But this time it's kicking my ass. And I'm like, why? Because I'm like 30 pounds overweight, <laughs> you know, from the last time I hadn't been eating well the last year. And so my level of health and fitness and my body's, my immune response was much lower. So it's not a quiz. It has nothing to do with my age. No, it not do, at all. It had to do with my choices and decisions over the last year, year and a half. And I take full responsibility for it. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not blaming COVID. I'm not blaming the bat. I'm not blaming anybody or anything. And I think that's so important. If, if you're going to get better with age, you got to start with taking responsibility. And, and that doesn't mean beating yourself up. I see so many individuals who are so hard on themselves. You know, I should know better. You know, my mother is in her 80s and she's, I should have done this. I should have done that. And I'm like, did you do the best you could with what you had at that moment? Yeah. Well, then let it go. But learn from it. Don't repeat the same mistake. You know, I, I say you got to give yourself permission to suck. Yeah. <coughs> Life doesn't come with an, instru- an instruction manual. <laughs> let me I take over it. here. Yeah, take my tea. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know, and, and a lot of people do that. Like Joe said, I should have done this. I should have done that. And Tony Robbins used to say um, we were at one of his seminars. He's like, you shit all over yourself. And that's not going to change anything because you can't change the past. You can only change moving forward and learning from, well, I should have done it to, okay, well, what am I going to do different next time? I think that's the key. And, um, you know, not being so hard on yourself and knowing that there's still room to make changes. There's still room to grow. There's still room to be better. And there's no excuses, really. You know, one of the things as you're saying that that really fascinates me. 
so many individuals go through life like completely unconscious. They just go through life thinking life is about going to work, getting a job, buying a house, having kids, going on vacation twice a year, and just like literally treading water and surviving. And it's like nobody says the time is this what life is really about yeah. like there has to be you know I'm, I'm a big believer in common sense mm-hmm. you know and just looking at does that really make sense like i remember going to catholic school and it's like <laughs> you know what if you're a good person but you eat a hot dog on friday you got to go to confession because if you don't make it to confession and you die you're going to go to hell and i'm like wait a minute i could be a great person but if i'm really hungry on a friday in lent and there's nothing available, but I eat a hot dog. Now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm a sinner. I'm like that just doesn't make sense. And yeah. is that really, you know, the God? This is supposed to be unconditional loving. Well, you know what, Joe? Look, you're a really good dude. You know, you did you did great. But you know <laughs> what? You, you had that hot dog on Friday. So <laughs> sorry, can't can't let you in. You're going to hell. You're gonna go say hello <laughs> to Lucifer and hang out with him. And I'm like, come on. And I think some of us just go through life completely unconscious and not really looking at things and, and then believing a lot of the things that we're that we're seeing and being told. It, it blows my mind, especially you know, back to COVID. And I guess because I was in the health field before and understanding health and viruses and things like, like a lot of things they were saying just didn't make sense. And a, a lot about immunity and, you know, when the vaccine and, and I'm. I'm pro-choice. Like, you know, is your body do what you want to do based on making an educated decision, but don't do things because you're told. And I think a lot of what's coming out now is people going, well, wait a minute. All this stuff is coming out now. We weren't told this. And I'm like, yeah, that's where you got, you got to really look at things and take a step back and kind of, I don't say just do your homework, just pay attention. Like, listen to your heart, listen to your gut. Does it make sense? And don't say it makes sense just because somebody told you that, you know, and I see a lot of people living, (coughs) living their lives that way. Well, this is what I was told. You know, I had a conversation with someone last night and it's like, you know, this is the way I was raised. I'm like, okay, well, do you believe that? Mm -hmm. Like, what's your truth? You know, there are a lot of things that I was taught when I was raised was like, that didn't make sense then. And it definitely doesn't make sense now. Yeah. And I think that's always been my philosophy is that this is my life. I get to decide what works for me. And even if I screw up, I can go, you know what? It was my screw up and I can take ownership of it. And I can usually learn, you know, I do my best to learn from it. Sometimes it takes me a lot longer, but that's the goal. And so you, you know, talked about shooting all over yeah. yourself. <laughs> what good is that? Like the past yeah. is over. Right. Like, let go of it. I see so many people, you know, carrying their past. And this happened to me when I was four years old. And yeah, there's some horrible things that happen in people's lives. We're we're not um, dismissing that. No, not at all. But when you're carrying around that stuff, and if there's something there that has really traumatized you and affected you and your ability to live your life, then go get help. You know, go seek someone or, or go find someone who struggled with whatever you're struggling with. That's the beautiful part. That no matter what you may be dealing with at this stage of life, there's been multiple people who've gone through it, especially just go to Google and just put in, you know, yeah, go on Instagram and find someone this, you know, (laughs) or struggling with this. (laughs) And there are plenty of resources in the world. Yeah. And um, 
I kind of just lost my train of thought for a minute. <laughs> but you had said something before about, you know, just kind of going through the motions and, you know, uh, going to school and getting married and buying a house and having kids. And not that there's anything wrong with that, because that's what we've done. But it's doing it because that's what you wanted. You know, I truly in my heart wanted to be married and have children. I wanted someone to share my life with. I wanted to raise children to go out in this world and do great things. And as long as you're doing something from your heart and whatever, what brings you joy, that's great. But when you're just doing something and you're going through the motions and you're, you know, this is just what I'm supposed to do. You know, so many women end up divorced in midlife because they got married because that's what they were supposed to do. Not because this was the man that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with, not because this is what I wanted in my heart. This is just what I was supposed to do. So this is the person I'm with. This is the person I'm going to marry. And it again, ended up in divorced. And we see, you know, we work with a lot of divorced women in midlife and that's what we've seen. So it's really about doing what is true to yourself and what's in your heart and what you really want for yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end of the day, it's your life. You get to decide. I always say we're going to every one of us who are born are going to get to the end of our life and want to have a to have a moment where we're about ready to make our transition. And we're going to look over our life and and I think we're either going to die with a smile on our face and a full and grateful heart or we're going to have some regrets. And not big believer in having regrets you know and that doesn't mean that you did something and it didn't work out but it's like you did it it was your choice your decision based on that moment and i think that's what this life is being conscious enough to go okay what are the choices and decisions that i make it you know that year year and a half where i neglected my health i knew what i was doing mm -hmm. but it lost importance due to other things that i was focusing on mm -hmm. taking care of you. you, you broke your arms and oh, yeah, you going that. through your recovery <laughs> and, and all that. And I kind of just put myself on the back burner to, you know, and did business stuff and all that. And that and happens. I, a right. lot of people do that. They put yeah. themselves on the back yeah. burner. And I take full responsibility. Yeah. There's no blame. There's a, no. It's just the reality of it. And I do it again. But now it's like, okay, now I have to make some changes. And, you know, you before or the holidays, right? I have to Christmas. I'm like, okay, I'm making changes, right? I'm not waiting to the new year, okay? And he did. Day after Christmas, okay, back to exercise and get my routine, all that. And then January 1st, or was it the second? January I tested, second. <laughs> you, know, tested, you know, it's like, okay, well, you may have had plans, but we're going to set you back a little bit. Right, man makes plans, God laughs. <laughs> and, and that's okay. So you just, again, you just embrace it. You see it for what it is. You face it head on. And you go, okay, what can I do in the face of this? And I'm, you know, I now understand, I've always understood this, especially going back to my chiropractic days, why men don't have babies. <laughs> because, oh, geez, there'd be no population in this world. <laughs> yeah, because the, the first guy would have done it and he would have done, <laughs> dude, it hurts. It's incredible. It's not worth it. And all the other guys are, that's good enough for me. And all the women, oh, yes, it was painful, but it was such a beautiful experience. And guys are like, no, dude, don't. guys are wimps. <laughs> like, I am the worst 
patient in the world. So that's why you know me when I'm sick. It's like yeah. I'm shutting everything down. <laughs> I'm going to bed and I'm going to rest and allow my body to recover because I absolutely detest not feeling well. Like I know as a woman, you're like, dude, I freaking broke, broke my arms. <laughs> I was still you doing know, things. You're coughing. Somehow I was typing right. on the computer. Right. Like, <laughs> you're coughing. You, you know, you got you got some sweats. Like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I, I feel horrible. Uh, but that's exactly it. So all you women out there, total props to, you know, you being the stronger species. And that's why I believe God chose you that baby. And I'm too my own horn because I did have three kids with no drugs, yes, yes. <laughs> no epidurals, nothing. <laughs> a- absolutely. But, you know, so there is a reason for that. But I think, to, you know, to circle around, back around for the premise of this, this episode is that, you know, it's a new year. Yes. Right? And, you know, we do this with our clients this week is that. Look, where do you want to be on December 31st? I think that's our question for yeah. you. You know, and, you know, screw this New Year's resolution crap. Yeah, no, resolution like, still know, makes. Like, make a commitment. Commitment. Like, decide. Take some time and go, where do you want to be in December 31st? Because you know where you are now, right? So you know what area. Maybe it's, it's your health you're struggling with. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your relationship. You're not in a relationship or maybe you are in a relationship. And it's not good. And, you know, it's, you know, it's a toilet bowl relationship. You feel like crap, but you're just afraid to leave, whatever it may be. Where do you want to be on December 31st, 2024, as you ring in the new year and decide, like kind of set that destination and then start asking yourself, what do I need to change? What do I need to do differently to make that reality come true? Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, getting better with age. That's what we're here for. That's why we started this podcast. And listen, this is a new year of episodes, a new year of getting better with age. And um, we're going to we're going to have a lot more guests on the podcast this year to talk about all areas of midlife and how you can improve different areas of your life. And we would love it if you would really share this podcast with your friends, your family, whoever you think can benefit from it, whoever you think would resonate with it, because we want to spread the word and we want people to know that, yes, life doesn't end at 50. You could get better with age. That's it. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. We love and appreciate you. I'm going back to bed. He's going to bed. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye.